Welcome to episode 30 of The Spoiler Log. I'm your host, Dante. I'm really shocked. We've gone two GMP episodes and now two Spoiler Log episodes with me kind of editing everything now. <laughs> and we've still had everything come out on time. Not only did things get more chaotic with Tim taking a little break, but uh, as far as like the GMP side, I guess, but uh, things got a little more chaotic for me on the life side. Uh, nothing too terrible. It's just a whole lot going on. The month of February has just been absolutely crazy. I'm so glad we're kind of at the end of February. My kid's birthday is next month, so I'm excited to be ready to plan for that. I've got some cool things happening for me, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of get away this weekend. If you're listening to this as this comes out, I'll be going down to Atlanta, going to watch some cars go in circles. I know you guys, most everyone who listens to this probably rolls their eyes every time I bring up racing. So I won't go into too much detail on it. But what I did consider doing, and I haven't decided yet, but let me know because I've got a full day before I get in the car and leave. But I thought about taking my microphones with me that I took to SGL and maybe if I have enough liquid courage, I can talk to some people there and see if they know about a link to the past or about a link to the past rando. I figured that might be a fun social experiment. I may get punched in the face. Who knows? But uh, let me know if you guys would think that would be funny or if you have any ideas. Uh, We're obviously not going to make any TikTok videos, but it may make for some interesting podcast content. I'm not sure how that would go though. Probably poorly, probably terribly, but it's an idea. But yeah, we're hanging in there with everything. Uh, hope you guys are going to enjoy this interview with Yurok. Yurok's a really great dude and I've had the, the pleasure to get to know him the last couple years. You know, he, it's funny because, you know, with life being crazy, we kind of live near each other, but we've never really had much of a chance to hang out outside of Speed Gaming Live. So I'm hoping uh, we can make some changes uh, with that in the future. Uh, he did come down to Meat Fest, as I called it, when I had a bunch of people over from different circles uh, for some smoked barbecue. But maybe we can change that in the near future. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode with Yurok. On today's episode of the Spoiler Log, we have the one and only Yurok. How you doing, man? Yo, what's going on, man? Glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. So I, I got to ask, uh, do you want me to call you Yurok or do you want me to call you Corey? Because every time I, I, I hear you introduce yourself to people like at SGL or here uh, or like on Discord, it's like one or the other. So I, I never know which one you prefer. So, I mean, that's a that's a funny subject and we'll get into it more when we start talking about things like the Smash community and whatnot. Um, okay. I'm honestly comfortable with both or, you know, either whichever thing like, you know, have you you've met people before? Dante, yeah. right? That like I've, I've like met people. When you met yes. them, and then they're they're like, please call me by whatever whatever their tag is, because that's how you know me, and that's how I want to be known sure. in this in this space. And yeah, you are, and then I've seen I've seen things mm-hmm. that are like completely the opposite, or like as soon as you meet somebody and you like kind of like get close to them and become friends with them, they're like, yo, yo, call me Brandon, and that's that's mm-hmm. like I'm I'm very okay with both of those things. Like if people want to call me by my tag, I don't mind, um, but I'm also like very open about what my actual name is. And if people want to call me that, that's cool too. Okay. So yeah, just, uh, you know, call you whatever, just don't call you slow at link to the past. Right. <laughs> I, mean, 
I guess I apparently I've I've gotten to some circle that people call good at this game. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Uh, and we'll, well, I guess we'll get into that. But, you know, I when I invited you on, I knew you were doing your 124 grind and then you, you succeeding at that, you know, made me like super happy. Uh, and I was kind of glad you, you did it before we <laughs> before we recorded this, because I, I do want to ask about it uh, later on. But yeah, um, I mean, I would if if we were if I was still doing that, we we would be talking about how long and arduous and frustrating that process can be. But trying to mm-hmm. like keep stay optimistic about it and put like a hopeful spin on what was a extremely grueling, like it was months, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy too. I'm very excited about having accomplished a goal that I set out for. It was about about a year ago. Not, I mean, like I think around around a year ago is when I got my 125, and I was like, I'm gonna get my 124 at some point. Okay. And it wasn't like it wasn't like a whole year of like grinding. There was definitely like a point where I like stepped back from it, and like mm-hmm. you know, like Tears of the Kingdom came out, and I was playing that, and like not really streaming much for like like over a month, I think. And then right. around like the middle of the year was when the grind like really picked back up in earnest. I got uh, you. It was, yeah. So it was, I mean, it, like now that it's done looking back on it, it sure, you know, it was, it was hard and it was, it was real tough and, and real frustrating. And, you know, mm-hmm. those things are like anybody, anybody familiar with speed running is familiar with, with that sort of adversity and just like pushing through and, and yeah, you know, so, finding uh, your, Finding the, the, the wherewithal to, to actually like get through the thing and get there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I understand that with dance games. And because I put so much mental effort into that, you know, I, I was running NMG for a while. And then when I kind of hit where it started to get hard and, you know, do rooms where it was like, you got to be precise. Uh, it was like, this feels too much like dance games. I don't know if I got the mental the mental capacity to keep doing this anymore. Um, mm-hmm. which is kind of why I took a break from NMG just because I can go grind stuff for a minute and a half at a time versus an hour and a half. Uh, right, with, right. Yeah, I NMG. totally get that. That was, that was actually a, a big, like, that was an adjustment for me doing an hour and a half long speed run versus like much shorter, much more, yeah, much more tightly optimized category or, um, well, categories, but, but, uh, speed runs or speed run adjacent things in sure. general. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we're talking about it. Let's just get into this. Um, so like you said, you got your 125, like, you know, I remember what was it two years ago, three years ago at this point, I, I can't remember time, such a blur, but like the NMG league season one, you know, you and I played against each other. You had a couple mm-hmm. unfortunate things happen. I ended up winning and I'm like, yeah, yeah I did something. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I was, I, I didn't feel like I deserved that to be hundred percent honest. Cause I'm, I knew I wasn't as good as you at the game. Uh, and then, you know, now I, I look at you now and see like the time, the effort that you've put into it. And then, you know, I think, you know, on your worst day, I don't think I could come close anymore at this point. It's just because of the effort and how much like you've learned uh, throughout that process. Like just seeing your improvement has been like super inspiring. I, I wanted to at least tell you that. But like, I know that there's a lot of like blood, sweat and tears you've poured into it, so to speak. Uh, I mean, thanks. Thanks for saying that. Like, I... It is it is nice to hear somebody, you know, some 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 measure of appreciation for like it's it's nice to be appreciated. Let me let me put it that way. Yeah. Right. Like I, I get what you're saying and and you're dead on. Like it it really was a lot of hard work, a lot of 
long, long hours, just like working through a bunch of things, learning stuff, trying to get better. And I mean, anybody, like I said, anybody that's speed runs, anybody that plays dance mm -hmm. games, anybody that plays fighting games is very familiar with that. I guess rando kind of falls into that vein too. Like if you really want to be good at rando, like you're gonna have to sit yeah. there and like learn things and you know find out. It's it's a it's a process. Learning about improvement is a is a journey of self discovery. Is something that I didn't really understand for a long time in 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 my journey as a as a fighting game player. But like that was really it eventually like started clicking like a few years ago and I got a lot better at a lot of the stuff that I did. And I, I attribute that to the fact that I'm sitting here with you now at a one twenty four linked uh NMG time after only mm -hmm. playing the game for you know it's it's I haven't I've only been speedrunning this game for about three years now. Okay. Um, wow. So I that's, you know, that's and it's, it's, it's not to brag. It's not to brag like a lot. Like, oh, I'm so good at this game. I'm, I'm not looking at it like that. But I, I sure, it's yeah. a product of, it's a product of like how much effort you're willing to invest in figuring those things out, learning that stuff for mm -hmm. yourself, about yourself, about the game that you're playing, or or whatever it is that you're doing, and trying to be as efficient about that process as possible. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, a lot of things like kind of like with rando, but a lot of things in NMG aren't really in your control too. You know, you have to deal with Ganon warps at the very end of the hour and a half run. You got to deal with mm -hmm. blue balls midway. So like you have to have that, like the mental fortitude that I think it can help you build, you know, and the, the struggle you go through, like building that, I think uh, through, through like the struggles is like, you know, it, it's, it's like crazy to to think about like, just how much you have to go through, but let, let me, let me turn the clock back. Okay. So like rewind <laughs> pre speed running pre pre one twenty four. Um, when you were growing up, did you do, did you do a whole lot of gaming? Was that like a, a giant portion of your life at all? Yeah. Um, I've honestly, I've been playing video games basically my whole life. Um, mm -hmm. and so like, I think, the way I, I don't know, the way that I approach games has definitely changed over the years, but like, uh, let's go through it at least. Sort, well, I'll give, I'll, I'll try not to like stick on something, anything too long. Cause like, I've literally been got a Game Boy when I was like three or four. That part's a little fuzzy now. Um, there, most, right. most of it though, I can remember <laughs> quite a bit. I mean, I'll, I'll, so I'll be 40 in like three weeks as of this recording, which is okay. kind of crazy to think about. But, All right, um, so you're going to be 40 when um, when it comes out, probably. So uh, <laughs> perfect. Happy belated birthday from awesome. From everybody wish Yuraka happy belated birthday. <laughs> no, thanks so much. No, like I've I, it's hard to remember like being that young, but like it was like an original like the you know the giant brick Game Boy with like Mario Land and Tetris and uh, what was that game mm -hmm. called Alleyway with the little like pong paddle type thing where you're like trying to break the blocks and stuff those were the first three games that i remember oh and dr mario uh super wow. mario land 2 eventually came later um and then but i do distinctly remember getting an nes for christmas of 1990 which was just a couple of months before the snes came out okay uh so i didn't actually have a snes growing up like i had i think i had like two or three friends that had super nintendo's at their house and i think i played link to the past maybe like one or two times as a kid but like i was mostly just playing like it was mostly playing nes games until like the n64 came out and then okay. like a bunch of my friends had and i had we all had like and i didn't get mine until i think it was like 
It was right after Ocarina of Time was released. So I wow. guess like early, okay. early like 1998 was when I got uh-huh. a, was when I got an N64. Okay. And and that was like that was like peak gaming for for me as a child, right? Because it was you know four player local multiplayer. That was that was like yeah, it, yeah. like me and my friends. We played Mario Kart. We played Star Fox. We played all the other like random like four player games. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, in like 2000, 2001 is when Smash Bros came out, and that was like that was definitely like a watershed experience for me as a as a gamer. Like that was based. Spoiler alert, that was basically the end of me, like just being involved in like gaming in general. Okay. Like, Smash so you, came out you and it was like a big deal. So, I mean, it was like I, I loved Nintendo games, right? Like and people in this pot and in this community are no strangers to like, oh, just like all the Nintendo characters playing Mario games, doing blah blah blah, doing whatever. And like it was it was just that was it. And then Smash Bros. came out and you're like, oh, they took all these characters, all these like things that I have like this huge emotional attachment to. And put them all in this one game. And it's a really cool fighting game, and it's like it's completely different from any other any other game of this type or genre that I've ever seen. It's sure, so, it's so compelling, right? Like, uh, if you there's the a few like ten over ten years ago now. Um, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, Samox is his tag. He did the documentary about the melee mm. community, the early melee community, and I okay. was lucky enough to be able to participate in that and be one of the just like oh, one nice. of the talking heads like sure. part of the, one of the one of the like uh, also ran members of the community i was like i'll be honest i was not a very good competitive melee player i'm still kind of not i'm still pretty middling if, if i'm being honest and comparing myself to like professional players i'm not i'm not that great but like i've been around for literally 20 years now so like sure <laughs> i kind of know what i'm doing but like there you can go watch that go watch segments of that and listen to people talk about that community and like just the 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 sense of the sense of community, the sense of camaraderie, like just meeting all of these other people with their with a common interest. And you'll start to get an idea of like how I was able to be involved in this for as long as I was, because that's what that's what happened next. Right. Like like Smash 64 came out and then the following year was the release of the GameCube and Melee. Right. And like that just became I think like that was that was around the time that like stuff on the internet was becoming a little more prevalent. And so like at least one of my friends and I found out about like internet communities and like, like online Mm -hmm. message boards and stuff like way before discord, (laughs) way before discord. Right. And so like we're, we're going on, we're going on these websites and like talking to other people about smash bros and doing stuff. And it was also like speed running adjacent, right? Cause like, Melee and 64 also, but but especially Melee had like these really like robust like single player modes. They called them stadium challenges, right? Like home run contest and target test and right, right. Uh, a couple of other a couple of other like challenge modes. And we we would do that. We would like compete with people online for for scores in this in this game. And eventually, like competitive play became a thing that I at least gravitated to. Not so much my friends, but like I was the guy, right? Like everybody has that story of Smash where like I was the best one of all my friends. I wasn't even like oh, yeah. the best one, but I was just the one that was like the most <laughs> interested in like joining the competitive community. Sure. And so like I did I'd I'd start going to those things. I'd start traveling to tournaments or hosted I hosted a couple of tournaments here here in North Carolina. And then mm-hmm. some more people came around in the community and I, I'm I guess I'm basically like the godfather of NC Smash because okay. I was the first one to yeah, do the, it all. 
we'll, we'll talk about Smash People more in a little bit, but like that was that was my claim to fame was I was here first. <laughs> All right, you and, were and you so, were here first. I'll, I'll let you have that. And so like, <laughs> but then like we were playing, we were we were you know once once that happened, once the competitive scene really took off, like I it, it just it was really fortunate for me because like it happened when I was like. 19 20 21 and like just getting to have like a sense of like actual like freedom to do what yeah. i wanted right like i was living on my own for the first time and i could like like if i just wanted to like pack up and go to a tournament in like washington dc for a weekend i was totally free to do that yeah you didn't have to you know worry about checking in with the yeah. parents and stuff yeah yeah but- it, it just happened to be like the right time in my life for that to to be a thing and it like being a part of like the initial uh you know community that like spawned this whole big thing like melee was like huge like a few years ago it's like you know they're kind of struggling with the whole identity of like esports right now which is sad to see but like it was like mm-hmm. a big deal like melee was like a big deal for for a, a long time and that was I mean, a really I, cool thing to, <laughs> it still is kind of a big deal don't get me wrong and and i yeah. met a bunch of like i met a, met a bunch of really interesting people uh doing that and some of them i still hang out with and still talk to today and some of like there a few of them are names you might recognize in like the speedrunning community or in or the the rando community which is which uh-huh. is cool and crazy to see like yeah, uh, there there is some overlap i i know at least uh yeah. a little bit like I go, I go to a tournament in indiana in like 2004 and i meet this guy named omni gamer and now he's like one of the like senior staff members of GDQ. <laughs> You're like, wow. oh, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't I don't want to like sit here and like name drop a whole bunch of people, but like it was it's cool to like like once you've been involved in something for decades, like it's neat to have all of that. You can just like reach back in the back in the bag and like have stories about random stuff for for hours and hours. And I'm not I'll, I won't go through all of that. But it was that's that's my gaming history, like early gaming history in a nutshell. Eventually, like around like six years ago or something, I finally got tired of like traveling to tournaments regularly and just kind of stopped. Sure. Up. I had some I had I was living in a new city, I was living in Charleston uh for a job that I took. And then I met some people down there. Um people like coworkers, they they'll bunch of nerds right we're all a bunch of software engineers sure they, yeah uh, <laughs> so some of them get me back into like magic the gathering because mm-hmm. they're like hey that like one uh, one of the managers like comes up to my desk at like 4 45 one afternoon and he's like like just slide slept alongside me and he's like yo and like kind of looks around a little bit and then like glances down without actually looking down at me and he's like you play magic and i was like oh no because like, like i played magic as a kid like a little bit but not like i wasn't serious about it so like i knew what the deal was and i was like oh sure. crap here we go <laughs> <laughs> so l- let me let me stop you there for a second I- i'm curious like how hard uh, the effort you've put in like i'm gonna go back to that nmg effort we were talking about mm-hmm. was was smash brothers the first thing like the first thing you took uh, i don't want to use the word i don't want to say seriously but i do as far as gaming and like competitive gaming you know whether it be with yourself or against other people was smash Mm. brothers kind of the first instance like where you really started to put like effort in to you know trying to become better at like a specific goal inside of a game in in a in a literal sense no but in a more like in the spirit of the question you're asking yeah i think so Okay. Like I, I played, I played sports growing up. I was on like some rec and league and, and school soccer teams. And then once I got tired of playing soccer, I, you know, I swam in high school. And so there was that 
like journey of personal discovery and, and trying mm-hmm. to like do all, you know, it's the same thing. And essentially like, so you've, you've kind of always had this like competitive in, well, in a no, sense, like a drive. So not really, not growing up, especially like okay. I, I did. I, I mostly played sports and, and swam and stuff because it was a fun activity to do along with my friends. Um, gotcha. I joined, I joined the soccer team. Like I, my parents tried baseball and basketball and all that stuff. And I didn't really take to any of them. Soccer. I was pretty good at. So like we did that. And then my, my siblings were way more into soccer. Like they, they, my brother joined club teams and was like looking, talking to like ODP uh, talent scouts when he was in like the later years of high school and stuff. They, they, my siblings were mm. way more serious about soccer than I was okay. and, and sports in general. I didn't really find that competitive drive until a few years into playing Smash where I was like, man, I really like my result. I feel like I'm pretty good at this game, but like my results are awful. Like, what do I do about that? How do I? (laughs) Yeah. How do I improve? Yeah. Okay. So did, you know, when you start getting into magic and stuff like with your coworkers and, you know, some other things, I guess, did, did you start taking those things like, seriously i guess as well or was that more of a, another like fun a hobby? little bit a little bit because like i mean like playing magic as a kid was just was literally just like kitchen table like, like just playing with whatever stuff we had and i didn't really like at that age i think i was like from like 13 to like maybe like 18 or 19 was like was magic was like an also thing that was just just another hobby alongside of video games yeah and we just played for fun and i think we went to a game store like once or twice for those of you who don't know how magic works, they have like you you go to like physical game stores and play with people because it's card game. Mm-hmm. Um, and those communities are like very like structured in that way. Like you go to a store and, and play. And obviously it's not like rigorous. You can just like buy magic cards or play with your friends and not really worry about like organized play. Um, but there's a very like centralized, like the company that prints the cards makes dictates the terms of like how you know structured events go. And so like, sure. if you're going to play in that space, yeah, if you're going to play in that space, like you, you follow those rules. And I, I went to a couple of store tournaments and really was like, I was kind of turned off by like, you know, how there's the stereotypical, like try hard, sweaty magic nerd that like is kind of an asshole sure. and gets on everybody's gets on everybody's nerves. I was like really turned off by that at that age. It wasn't until I had been like tempered by like, like the smash grind that I was like, oh, this is fine. I like whatever I can do this. Mm-hmm. So like I played. I played a few formats like fairly seriously for like a year or so and then gravitated to the dead formats that featured all the cards that I had growing up because those cards were way more fun to me, more compelling because, you know, nostalgia and and whatever. Um, But now there's like not really events for that stuff. So I just have a collection of cards that just kind of sits there. (laughs) I mean, you know, some of those things are worth money. I'm not sure if any of yours are, but I know. Uh, know Yeah, I got got some cards that are I got some cards that are worth a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately unfortunately the the bulk of them i bought like later on like once i got back into it i was like oh this is this format looks really fun i'm gonna get into this and but you know i had a software engineer's paycheck to to be like you know discretionary Mm -hmm. or not and just like buy into buy into formats that are like sometimes cost prohibitive for some people yeah for sure so like what else what else did your coworkers at this point get you into was like was magic kind of like the main thing or did they get you into um, anything else? Well, I, those particular coworkers, it was mostly magic, a couple other nerd things. Um, but there were a different set of coworkers that got me not directly back into 
speed running, but like uh, I'll say indirectly. Um, okay. We can we can just we can just dive right into that part because yeah, like sure. I, I mean yeah like, I, I, go, mentioned, yeah. I mentioned the link between melee players and and the speedrunning community or I alluded to it and sure like it's just it, it because because speedrunning ticks a lot of the same boxes as I, I don't know if it's I don't know if the overlap has to do with like retro gaming in particular or or, or what but like, like it, it really does. Like speedrunning yeah. retro games and and fighting games to an extent games. it does yeah for sure I mean it, there are differences sure right like like if you're doing speedrun it's just you playing the game and you're you're I mean you're learning a system but the system is actually like a little more not to cast shade on speedrunners but like the system is not as complex as like a fighting game where you're actually interacting with another person on the other side right right sure yeah there, there's you're, no you're like strictly, one v one you yeah yeah pvc is like strictly like you're learning the rules of a system and you're executing a game plan within that framework as opposed to you have like a system of rules that dictate like the way like a fighting game works but then you're playing chess on top of that with another person it's just it's it's a different skill set it has some overlap yeah. though um and so like i said i know some speedrunners that are like former like melee community people and, and whatever um but like through all of that just you know like residual like awareness of like the gaming community in general like i've been aware of speedrunning as a thing for most of the time that it's really been like prevalent like so i like remember like we played, we played a lot of like the, the like basement said, GD, gdqs yeah, I want to say I've watched or at least was aware that like all of the GDQs were happening. Maybe not classic games done quick, but like certainly I think all of the awesome games done quick marathons. I think I watched okay. at least portions of all of them because like I mean like like I said, my friends and I played a bunch of N sixty four, so we played a lot of GoldenEye, and we knew about like the Elite and all mm-hmm. of the the speed running that went into that in like the late nineties and early two thousands. And it's right, still actually right. happen- it's still happening today. And somewhere along the line, I became aware of like Super Metroid is like a very good speed game, or at least really popular. Yeah, I, it's good. It's good. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying. To- <laughs> I'm gonna pick up. I'm actually gonna pick up Super Metroid sometime this year. I think. Ooh, okay. Uh, or at least try try it out. Give for, it a for go. Realsies. Yeah, like I played it. I think I played first played Super Metroid and tried to like be faster than just playing it casually in like. I don't know, like two thousand and like five or six or something like that, and I was I was garbage. I didn't have a very good emulator either because I didn't have a SNES at the time. I only bought a SNES that I have now, like three four years ago. Mm, and so, okay. but like, uh, but like, I saw they had like there were like guides and tutorials and like how to do stuff, like how to mock ball and how to do whatever. And I I was bad at it, so like it, I didn't stick with it for very long. <laughs> uh, but I, I was aware that it existed. And then yeah. I think one of my friends was like one January, my friend was like, Hey, the speedrunning marathon's on. You should well like all these like twenty-five people like showed up at the dude's house and they're just like for like an entire week, they're just like streaming a bunch of speedruns and they're trying to raise money for charity. You should check it out. And I was like, Oh, this is super cool. And then they just kept doing it oh, over yeah. and over again. <laughs> and so it became this huge you get to thing. See a bunch of cool old games again, but fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the concept was like mind blowing to me because it was it was like a macroscopic view of the stuff that I had done in, in melee with like the stadiums that like break the targets and home run contests right those were you want to talk yeah. about like 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 small scale speed runs or or you know your your minute and a half dance games think about like thirty second uh, break the target stages in God. melee like those were the optimizations and those were like 
insane. <laughs> I've seen some TAS videos of those. And like, I mean, I, I know TAS is different than like in most cases than, you know, a, a human playing, but it's just like, yeah. dude, the, the thing well, there are some, I think there are some nuts. I think there are a handful of, of stages. So in, in melee for break the targets, every character has their own unique stage. Right. And I think there are, I think there was like a handful of them where the human players tied the tasks. Wow. That's insane. And they, but I mean, they were, they were, they were like eight second long things or sure. Or, sure. So the yeah, shortest one, fast. the shortest one is under three seconds. It was like two seconds in like 58 frames or 59 frames or something like that. But they tied the task and like, like, yep, this is, this is the fastest huh. you can go in this one. That's, that's it's cool wild to see. To think about. Like, yeah. It's, it's neat. It's super neat. Um, but so, uh, one of, when I, when I, when I got to, actually, when I first got to my new job, when I first moved to Charleston and started working on my new team, I, I show up the first day and I'm talking to my manager and, uh, I hope he's okay with this. Um, well, not my manager, <laughs> not my manager, the other person in the story. Uh, but we're, so we're, we're sitting there getting to know each other. And we're talking about stuff and, and we had my, this, this manager and I had, had met each other when I went down there for interviews the first time. So we're just like getting reacquainted, like, Oh, you know, you've done this and you've done such and such. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking over my resume. He's like, remember when we were talking earlier, like you said, you were into like, you were into gaming and stuff, right? Cause smash was like a big thing. It's like, you know, we have a guy right. on our team. He's, he's a, he's a gamer. He, he does a, he does speed running. Have you heard of that? And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know what speed running is. And he's like, this, this manager was a destiny player. So he's like coming at this from like a whole completely different angle. He's like, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. my brother and I, we play games too, but like he's, this guy's like a speed runner and he, he goes to like big events and does. I'm like, yeah, I, I know the type. I know the, I know the whole, the whole drill there. And he's like, apparently he's, he's pretty good or like, or maybe I don't, I don't really know, but like he apparently has some world records. So I don't know. I don't know if they're games that are like, like important games or just like random games important that no one else games. has done. Like yeah, he, he, he the way he explained it was like he was in the know about like some games are some games world records are more highly regarded than others, right? Like that's yeah, just a fact. Of I mean life. that makes sense. And yeah. he was like, I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure where he falls on that spectrum, but like he does have some world records for some things. And so like then we like after lunch we go I go to like where our desks are sat and, and meet the whole team and I'm meeting all these guys and he's like hi and such and such and I'm like oh nice to meet you and I don't recognize him off the bat but like over the course of the next like week or two I'm like I'm gonna go find out who this guy is because speedrunning is cool and and I want to see and it turns out that it's lack attack wow okay so <laughs> and I was like oh I literally watched this was so this was like this was literally like three weeks after. Uh, HEDQ 2016 and he did the he did the the Zelda one run there live on stage and it was like you know like a month or two after the the 2850 the first the first sub 29 in that game and I'm just sitting there like huh this is cool <laughs> I have met somebody kind of important in the speedrunning space and then wow. like, but like I was like and so we're talking about yeah we're, it was it was crazy it was absolutely wild um and it, I don't know why it was, right? I think like, I think it was mostly like me getting, it was over the course of the next like year or two that I finally like got burnt out of like actually like competing in melee and traveling and, and doing whatever. And mm -hmm. I just wanted like a change of pace. And I think that's why, I think that's why the, the magic friends of mine were, were able to get to me first. I was like, I want to do something different. Something so completely different from like sitting here and like grinding 
tech skill to try and do whatever. And so like I did that, but then yeah. it, it like a couple of years later, you know, like I would like January would come around and it would be GDQ and like would take the week off and go to the event and submit runs and, and do whatever. And so finally in like 2019, I was like, Hey, I think I want to go to games done quick. I've always, I've been watching them for years. I would, and it looks like a bunch of fun. I should, I, I'd like to go. And he's like, yeah, if you want to come, we like there's room in my hotel room. You can write because he was driving from Charleston. Right. And so I was like, yeah, you can come. It's like, sweet. So I go and I'm like, I don't know anybody except for lag. And then it turned out that I actually did know um, some people from some other community through Smash, through uh, some other communities. Right. And as well, well, I'm, I'm just sitting there like hanging out with a bunch of people that I haven't met before. And then like one or two people that I have. And it was it was a whole lot of fun. And it was the week of it was the week of the college football championship game. Right. Yeah, so like we get the GDQ. Yeah. It's usually like what January ish. And then that's usually when college football is like the, the championship game, so to speak, before the I, I'm assuming this was before like the, the, the football playoffs or whatever. No, oh, no, this was the this was the college football championship game. OK, OK, yeah. And so he's like, we get there on Sunday and then he's like, tomorrow night we're having because, you know, Clemson's in the thing. This was like during the whole Clemson thing a few years ago mm-hmm. and he went to Clemson. So he's like, we're going, we're watching the, we're watching the football game. And I was like, that's fine. And like, we're going to have a bunch of people over to our hotel room and we're just going to hang out and watch the game and, you know, just, just have a, a time with it. And I was like, sure. Sounds fine to me. So like a bunch of, a bunch of nerds show up. Some of them I sort of recognize some of them I don't. And then this this couple walks in and I had seen them like they were talking to Lack earlier, like the day before. Uh, right. By the name of Andy and Kelsey. Oh, OK. <laughs> and so like that was my introduction. That was my introduction to them. And, you know, we, we talk a little bit and it's like, oh, Andy plays Link to the Past and does whatever. And, and Kelsey does, too. But like they're they're not just Link to the Past streamers like. Sure. They're on that. They're 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 in that same vein. It was like, wow, because like, you know, Lack's like a pretty well known speedrunning streamer. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is really cool. And then here's these other people, but it's not like he's not like a full time streamer. Like he's just really popular because he's very, very good at video games. And then here comes Andy and Kelsey, who are also popular streamers, and that's what they do. That is their thing. And I was like, oh, right. cool. It's nice to me. But they're also like speedrunners. And I'm like, wow, it's nice to like see like this is you know, a thing that, that people can do. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like, I don't know, like meeting them, talking to them kind of like really, you knew about it, but like interacting with people, like and it being somewhat like a, a tangible thing that you can see and actually like relate to people on kind of did, was that what kind of sparked your interest? Well, it was mostly, actually, it was honestly mostly the fact that I had forgotten that length of the past was like a thing. Okay. Like I, I, you know, I had been watching Lack play Zelda One for a little while, and I think I also watched him. Like at one point, he like was like, "Oh, I'm going to get my 129 in Link to the Past," and I, re- I remember him doing that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Link to the Past is totally a video game that you can do all this stuff in." But then they like, I can't, I can't remember if it was before I met Andy and Kelsey or or shortly after, because like as soon as I found out who they were, I was like, "Oh, well, their Twitch names are really easy to to remember, so I'll just go look them up and like start watching them on." Yeah watching them stream as well. And I was like, Oh, they have this randomizer thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, what a cool concept. 
they're like, yeah, we have this website. You just like, you take your little ROM and you, you, you upload it and then you click, you spin the wheel and you click generate and it just gives you a new, gives you a new ROM and all the shit's just all over everywhere. And now instead of just doing a speed run, now you're just trying to like solve a puzzle. And I was like, it's really cool. And so yeah. like I started, I started <laughs> watching them like fairly regularly, like all throughout like 2019. And then ADQ 2020 rolls around and I'm just like, like lack has like moved to a different part of the state and like taking a job with a different company. And I was like, yo, I'll see you in Florida for AGDQ mm-hmm. 2020 and I show up and like the entire crew of like Andy Kelsey Oates and whoever are all there. And I was like, Oh, we're just like hanging out again. And the same as we did the year before. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think like Nate was there. Uh, Nate is I triple E 754 for those of you who know him. Yeah. And, okay. uh, uh, yeah. Like that's that's a name you see a lot in Andy's chat. <laughs> yeah. So, so like I'm talking to Nate when we went, I, I somehow, I somehow like weaseled my way into like going to universal with this whole group of people. Cause like they were talking about <laughs> it. I was like, Oh, that sounds cool. And they're like, you can come. Well, so what's really funny is like, uh, Rick here's, you know, Rick here as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like their, yeah. their buddy. Rick here's cousin right. is also a coworker of Lax and mine. <laughs> wow. Dude, you just, you just, <laughs> and he like was there and he was there. I was like, the he's like, that has all the speed runner. Folks. It was crazy. Well, I mean, now he's like in Washington now. And, but like, like sure. he's, he's yeah. there, he was, he was there and he's like, wait, I know you. And I was like, yeah, we, we work at, uh, we, we work together and he's like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. I do remember you. And so, you know, we're talking about speed runs and whatever, cause he plays SM and, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, so like, Nate, I'm I'm sitting there talking to Nate, like at Universal, and he's like, you know, you can just like download an emulator and like play this game. You don't have to just sit there and watch people play it. And I was like, you know, that's a good point. Or or go buy a Super NT or something. Right. And so finally, like like I think a couple months later, I finally was like, yeah, let me do that. Let me let me pick this up and like see what what all the fuss is about. And so I started, like, I, I played through the game casually again after, I don't remember, so that like, was, when I, that was so the first it, time I played all the way through the game was, like, middle of, like, middle wow. mid to late, like, 2020. Okay, so you did not, you did not play this at all, like, as a kid. Like, I know you said you didn't have a SNES, but, like, you know, even, I guess, maybe, like, casually later on, you didn't go back and ever play Link to the Past, you know? I, I think around that time when I was trying to, like, get into playing sm a little more than just casually i think i like i think i played it like once or twice but like it just never really connected with me like i played i played all the other like early 3d zelda games ocarina of time majora's mask wind waker and i understood the formula and all that stuff but like for some reason link to the past just never really i don't know what it was but it never i never connected with it Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because the hints were too obtuse, and I just wasn't paying enough attention to how how you're supposed to like beat the game. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But I, <laughs> I, I, I played it. I played it like once, and I was like, "Yeah, this is fun," but like, I don't. Eh, whatever. That's and so, fair. yeah, yeah. So, like, twenty 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 early twenty one. I was. Uh, I I got you know I had gotten a SNES, and I don't remember if I bought the. No, I didn't buy the English copy of the game. I just found it. Or I ripped right. I ripped it from yeah. You got it legally from my friend. Yeah. Um, and then I I did. I do actually own a copy of the 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 JP 1.0 cartridge. I bought one of those on eBay because I wanted nice. to have an extra one lying around. 
Sure. And now the battery's dead, so like it just kind of sits in the drawer. Oh man, uh, let me know when you want to change it. We'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> um, but so like so yeah, like early twenty twenty one. I was like, well, now they've got all this stuff. Like like cross keys had come out at this point, and like doors rando is becoming a thing, and like all this crazy stuff. And I was like, this seems kind of interesting, but I just like. I'm mostly just interested in like doing the original thing of like just doing, you know, regular item shuffle, maybe some key sanity, right? Like do like, yeah, fad nothing keys too or, complex. Yeah. Like once you start doing insanity, cross world entrance, whatever, I'm just like, you lose me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to like rediscover an entire video game here. I just want to play. I just want to play the game that I know. Cause that was like how I got through the game was like, Oh, well, so like Andy, when he goes into Eastern palace, he goes this way, or I guess Meyer is a better example, right? Like when he goes into Meyer, he goes over here and then he goes over here and then he does this. So I don't actually have to like learn how the dungeons are laid out. I just like go to the places where I know the items are. Sure. That makes sense. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, so like early 2021, I joined the ladder and started playing just like open seeds and casual boots and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. and so started how, meeting people how was that experience like so was ladder before you started doing like anything race time or srl i'm assuming you never really got into it during the srl days oh no 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 yeah this was yeah this, it was it was just like ladder had become a thing like and he was singing Dunka's praises as, as much as he could stand to <laughs> a little no no personal shade at dunk i think the ladder is a fantastic thing that i'm, I'm glad that it exists I like I I enjoy the fact that people like to give Dunka a hard time. Mm-hmm. Is is where that is where that comes from. Oh yeah, uh, I love giving <laughs> Dunka a hard time too. And so like that was that was the easy thing, right? Like joining tournaments was a little daunting, right? Like I'm not like I've only been playing this game for a few months. I'm not really sure I want to like commit to like you know the main tournament or yeah, or that makes sense. And like the mentor and the mentor tournament didn't really exist at that point. Um. Or if it did, I didn't know about it or didn't find sure. out about it. It didn't exist to you because I think the yeah. first one was 2019, but obviously really low key and you know different. Oh than, yeah, than it no, is I for sure, I for world. sure was not aware that it that it even existed. And but I was like, I'm just hanging out. Oh, another side note: when I got into a link to the past, I found out that one of my Smash buddies from here in NC, who now lives in Japan, is also a speedrunner of this game, Vizacat. <laughs> And oh, I was like, wow. oh, what's going on, dude? And it's like, he's like, oh, you know, just because he plays a lot of like glitch heavy modes and, and does a lot of that like crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm talking to him. I was like, I just want to learn. Like, I think I just want to learn like I'm going to play rando stuff and like learn NMG and just do like the basic things just to start out with. And so like he's helping me through stuff and like comes and hangs out and, like I'm streaming streaming like ladder races to to like nobody and he shows up and he's like telling me about like things like you know pushing me like if you really want to work on your execution like just go download the nmg practice hack and go nuts with it you know same as we tell anybody oh or, yeah like, watch, i mean watch it's, these it's tutorials training cool. watch these tutorials mess around with the practice hack do whatever and so like i'm sitting there playing i played rando for like a few months and was like you know i really need to get better at this <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so like that was when I really started feeling like I'm gonna go learn. I watched Zelna's run. Uh Zelna's was it wasn't a world record run. It was a it was an almost world record run. It was like within two seconds, I think. Okay. Uh, 
but like I don't I don't know why I just like picked I picked Zelnas and that was the one that I, I picked and I just like studied his entire route and just like wrote you know wrote out the entire the entire thing and made notes about like what I should be looking for at certain stages what my arrow count should be what my bomb count should be and try and like infer from there like how, how you the speed run do it? supposed yeah like yeah. how the speedrun is supposed to work essentially yeah I mean and that's see that's just kind of something like I think about you is like you know, most people are like, what's the route? What do I do? And they're just kind of looking at the broad things and you're, you're instantly looking at something very specific, like how many bombs, how many arrows do I need at this point in the game to, Mm -hmm. you know, accomplish the goal. And that's kind of like thinking like, it's like some people, when they look at an NMG for the first time, they're playing checkers. Meanwhile, like you and other people are playing chess already. Like as soon as they get in, I, I guess I never really thought about it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's fair too. But like, I mean, you're not, I guess you're not wrong. Like I, I do that today. I'm still like, like things will, people will come up with an interesting idea that merits exploration. Somebody will like fire up the practice hack and like, right. See if it's, see if it's a thing that's like worthwhile. And sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But like, if you're, you, you always have to look at the thing in the proper context, right? Like it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a part of a whole speed run, but it's also, um, losing my train of thought here. Like, I mean, it's, there's, it's, there's, there's, there's it's, all sorts of factors piece. that go into these, yeah. the decision making of like, do I do this or do I do this other thing? Right. And so like, that's just, that's just the way of it. And I think that's, it's, it's interesting to actually like step back and think that that's how we got to where we're at now. Cause the, the, the category NMG as a category is extremely well established, but like it only got that way through literal years of people doing exactly that and going like, well, is it faster to go up here? Or is it faster to oh, do yeah. this or which, which of these things is better to, you know, what, what accomplishes our goals faster. And it can be like extremely long lived stuff, right? Like as an example, you waste time in the Aga tower climb killing the first, uh, the first blue two uh, blue guards to preserve the the fairy in the the big variety prize pack, right? So that you're you're not having to do turtle rock on like six hearts because everything in that dungeon kills you. Yeah, and that makes I mean that makes sense to think about you know, and I'm I'm assuming and like people maybe didn't think that far ahead in the old days, you know? Yeah, I, it's, I, it's certainly I possible. The route was like back then. Maybe they were getting powder. <laughs> Yeah, it's also possible, um, but it's 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 interesting to think about like the progression of those things, and it's it, it's true of a lot of different endeavors. I'll say hobbies, right? Because that's what most of them are, like dance game hobbies or, or fighting sure. game hobbies. Like those those things, the 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 progress of the community as a whole is measured in these small increments over time, where people. People find out something and it pushes forward like the some aspect of a thing. Like fighting game tier lists are a perfect mm-hmm. example of this. Like, oh, I think this character's busted or this character has the such and such. And then some new tech gets discovered and it changes everybody's opinions about like how, how something's supposed to work. Like you find role canceling in SMK versus Capcom and all of a sudden, like, I don't remember the actual character's name. I never played the game, but like it changed it completely changed the way the game was played, and the entire tier list was just like completely revamped. Oh yeah, and, and you, it's all, you find it's new all, tech, and yeah, it's it all these changes. incremental things, like wave dashing in 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 melee, L canceling, even more important, honestly, um, 
it's just the way that those things work. That's the way that most like human exploration works. It's always incremental, small, right. small little incremental changes. But yeah, it's fun to, it's fun to be there. a part of. It's part of it's it's super fun for me at least to be to be a part of. And and I don't know. I'm I'm usually like more, I feel like I'm more of an observer than a participant a lot of the times, but like I guess every once in a while, like you'll find you'll come up with something, you have an idea, and you come up with that like how to Yeah, how well, to make I mean, some new improvement. You you can't really like it, it, it's hard to like find something new and something so optimized but like if you don't ask you know like i'm assuming you're just kind of throwing examples out there you know some some piece of tech comes up is this actually faster you you lab it out yourself you message people like airy or you know other other runners in the community and you're like hey check this out try this let me know what you think and then Mm -hmm. maybe it's faster maybe it's not but if you don't know you're never if you don't ask you're never going to know so, yeah, you know, you yeah. gotta, it's kind of like there's there's a fine line with people. I think a lot of times of knowing that, like, not everything you think is going to be faster. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also like really putting in your own effort to look into it. And then when you think it has any merit, that's when you start. I think it's and at least my train of thought would be like, that's when you start having, you know, outsourcing it like, hey, this is what I found so far. Can anybody else? give me some notes on this, like look into it. And that's, I think that's a good place to start, you know, on something so optimized. But personally, I always feel like if, if I find something in a link to the past, I'm just like, well, I bet it's been found before. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I I just did that. I just did that with something this week. Uh, I, I can't remember why, but I was looking into like how bad it was to like try this. This feels like a rando thing, right? Like people will like Mm -hmm. farm bombs outside of, uh, outside of the grotto where like the flute spot or the dig spot. Right. Cause there's those two like 50, 50 bomb bushes. Right. And so like, I was thinking, I was like, what happens if I, so like if I'm coming through like in NMG, you come through there like or pretty early in the game before you've actually found bombs elsewhere. And, yeah. uh, and, and so like, I was like, what happens? What happens if I try and like actually like farm these bombs? Like they don't feel very good, but like how much time do I actually lose? And through the course of experimenting on that, I figured out that for me, at least, I don't know if apparently like I, I, I posted a video that showed myself saving like 10 frames, walk, getting from like south of Link's house, like, right. So you're going, you're going south of Link's house and you're trying yeah. to go to the library to get the book. Yeah. The 40, so like, from, 45 like, screen, basically. Yeah. Just yeah. Not mirrored in that section. Yeah, so I was doing, I was timing myself out like that entire screen and then the screen after that where you're holding the sword out for to do unholy spin speed on the on the library screen if you're a super sweaty tryhard like me. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm getting to this screen. Like if I go, normally what you do is you dash down to the little corner of the the giant wall there and then you dash all the way across and then you walk past like another corner because there's a clean dash line just like right around the the side of the slope. And then you hold your sword out and you walk diagonally across that next screen. Mm-hmm. And I was like timing that whole I was timing that whole loop. And then I was like, well, what happens if I go up here? And for whatever reason, I was like, well, what happens if I don't stop for these bombs? Because this is stupid and I'm like, it's not worth exploring because you don't need bombs at NMG. Like maybe you could use bomb use these bombs in some other category, but they're also 50-50 bombs, so it's pretty bad. 
yeah, it's, it's never it's something you want to rely on. But, like, so, but I was like, so, so what happens if I what happens if I dash through here? Because that's the way that you go later in the run when you're when you're in Thieves Town when you're going to get the flute on your on your way in the Dark World on your way to Thieves Town. Like you dash through the same area in the Dark World, and you take a different route because you're going to going to the Grove to get your flute from get the shovel and then get the flute. And I was like, what happens if you take this other route? And I found myself saving my 10 frames. So I posted it and I was like, look what I found. And somebody was like, test it out real quick. But remember, I don't do unholy spin speed. So don't like you don't need to like hold you don't need to waste time holding your sword out on the on the screen after that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes total sense. So I tested like all of them and I was like, yep, I'm still saving like 10 frames doing this my way with you with the sword. Because because what happens is you can then like you can pump against the trees and like air pump with your sword out, which is kind of the same wow. as the water pumping that, like you know how you water pump in in a escape, and it's supposed to like save time because you're you get like yeah. the extra like two pixel movement. It's the same thing. Okay. Um. So instead of just walking diagonally across that little short bit of the like south of Grove, you know that you know what I'm talking about that little I do. diagonal yeah walk. yeah the the basically like tiny little area that you know is just an annoying screen to have, but it has to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So instead of walking diagonally all the way across that, you you come into it all the way to the left, and then you just like pump against the trees and then air pump, and you right. you come into the screen like twenty frames behind, but you save like thirty frames. <laughs> and I was like, "What is this?" And somebody was like, "Well, what happens if you don't have your sword out?" I was like, "So I tested it." And I was like, "Oh, you don't save any time." Okay, this explains why everybody just does the other thing because <laughs> like barely anybody does unholy spin speed. It's like a completely optional strat. And mm-hmm. so I showed everybody that, and even the people that do, even the people that do unholy spin speed are like, I can't get it to save time. This doesn't seem worth. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if it works for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the second part. Is like, well, if it, if it works for you, and it makes sense to do, yeah, it's like if if it's a thing that works for you, and yeah. it, if you feel like it's helpful, then then do it. If it isn't, then don't do it. I mean, that's so, the like, kind of advice like everybody I give that I talked to. Like Ari was like, "This doesn't seem worth it." Like it seems like you have to be like needlessly exact to like actually make it save time. I'm not going to do this. And Bitey was like, "I'm not going to do this." And all the people that don't do a holy spin <laughs> speed are like, "Oh, this doesn't actually save time if you're not doing a holy spin speed." I'm not going to do this. And I was like, "Okay, well, ten frames for me." <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if you need them, take them, man. Like, that's the way to go about it. It's cool you found that, though. Like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. You did everything I would say you should do. You did the yeah. the work. You did the 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 discovery, and then you did the work yourself. You didn't just, like, go touting that you found something. And then after you saw results for yourself, then you said, okay, let's see what, what can be done with other people. And then, you know, they obviously they, they didn't give you the answer you wanted, I guess, but at the same I mean, time, I'm not, yeah, I'm not expecting you. people to be like, Oh, this is, this is the new, this is the way we do things now. Like that's not what it's about. Yeah. And that's what you're, I think that's what we're, we're trying to say here. Right. It's yeah. cool that like, it's cool that that like discovery process, it's almost like, it's almost, it's akin to scientific exploration in a sense, mm-hmm. but that's how, that's the way that we get to, to where we're at. Right. As a as a community or or as a speedrun or all of those things. Oh yeah. So l- let me ask you this: When you first started getting into NMG, what were like some of your first times? You know, because I mean, now you know, being top twenty runner, you know, with a one twenty four. Uh, I think the first run I ever finished was like a one forty one. Okay. But I'll 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 qualify that with like I died a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't like finishing runs where I died. <laughs> but finally, somebody right, made me. Some finally somebody made like I'm. I was the guy that had like didn't didn't even have like basically didn't have a completed run to my name, and I'm sitting there trying to just like do like the 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 pro level route, no safeties, no whatever. And they're like, "Do just just get the mushroom and." And the Dude, powder. Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't need a bottle. I don't need fairies. I'm just gonna. Pl- I'm just gonna struggle through. And they're like, but you, you like, you keep dying and you keep losing runs. And I'm like, I don't care. I'll I'll sit here and reset all day. I'm no. I'm no stranger to that. Sure, man. I remember when people convinced me to get the powder, the mushroom at one point, and I was like, I'll just fake powder, like because the places I was struggling at, I wasn't gonna have magic anyway. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I'll eat the frames on like the refill. And then I forgot the text box exists. Uh, text boxes exist in uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in Link mm-hmm. to the Past. So I was like, well, yeah, you know, I've been playing too much rando. So, you know, I got the powder for a little bit. And then after that, it was like, all right, I'm finally getting comfortable enough where I can, you know, w- worry about the late game and not have to worry about getting powder. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I I think I let them talk me into like doing like one or two runs with with powder. And mm-hmm. then but I still like I. I'm pretty sure I still die. I didn't submit a run to the leaderboard until I completed it deathless, and I do okay. remember that was like a 132 because I can go see my submission history. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's still not bad, you know. Uh, so, so you were getting into this. Like, when did you really start getting into NMG? Was this like 20? So 2020. This was said? this was 2021. 2020 okay. was I played I actually tried because I, I was talking to people at AGDQ and I was like well what do I if I want to get into speedrunning what do I do and they're like just go pick a game and play it so like I, I spent yeah. 2020 trying to get into uh, SMB3 because it was one of the games that I played a lot growing up and mm-hmm. like I'm watching watching people like Mitch and 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 whoever and I was like yeah this this is what people are saying like just pick a game that you you like to play and you see yourself doing whatever and so like I just started getting into like no wrong warp you know just the just the basic yeah. speed run so to speak I didn't really want to do the the wrong warp thing because the like clipping into the thing and doing the shell positioning and all that crap was like not super appealing to me <laughs> yeah and, too, and, too much and warpless stuff. and yeah and warpless was too daunting to like try and figure out and uh, and the clipping and the inventory maintenance and all that i was just like let me, let me just do let me just do this 10 minute speed run 10 or 11 minute speed run and, and call it a day um sure but like the rng of of the world eight hands just proved like way too frustrating like you 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 play for seven minutes and you either your run dies or all of a sudden you now have to play the hardest, the like five hardest stages in the game perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is too crazy. stressful. This is just not like that was that was what I took away from. Right. So like I talked to Andy and Nate and Kelsey and whoever and was like, what do you want? Like, if you want to get into speedrunning, just like pick a game and start speedrunning. So I played Mario three. And eventually after like a few months, I got tired of it. And then it was like I didn't have anything else to do. This was like height of the pandemic. Sure. Yeah. Eventually, I'm like watching Andy play stuff. I'm like, why don't I try a link to the past? Because it looks really fun. And the whole conceit of like rando is super cool. So like, I'll try that. So that was like, like early 2021 was when I did that. And then after several losses on the on the ladder, I was like, I need to get better at this game. 
I'm tired of losing. I don't like losing. I mean, so, so was NMG kind of, was it your gate? I mean, the gateway to NMG, I guess, was that like, I need to improve your execution or my execution, so to speak. And then you just kind of never came back to rando after you. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Like I, I got into rando wanting to like do the same, you know, play, play rando. It wasn't to like be part of like the whole like streaming community. Although that, that is like a requisite part of it. Right. But like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to play, I'm going to play this game. Cause it looks really fun. And then through the prompting of like people in the community, it's like, if you want to get better play NMG, cause that was the, that was the prevailing wisdom. The, the, the vanilla preset didn't really exist at that time. Right. It came yeah. out like a few months later. Cause like, if you want to get better at the, at Rando play NMG. So I played NMG and the mm-hmm. more that I played NMG, the more I was like, you know, I just really like just doing the speed run. Like just, just moving the elf around is like way more, way more fun to me. Like I hate, I hate like having to do all this stuff while like having to think, okay, well like my hookshot was in like this really stupid spot in Mire. So like, does, when is that? That means that like, I can't go to, like it's not worth going back to like Smith's chain for whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I get, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of thought process that has to go into rando and like, sometimes you just have to be wrong, you yeah. know, versus like NMG, like there's no right or wrong. There's just you know, blue balls and warps. I guess. <laughs> I mean, there is some of that, right? Like, so at the end of the day for like a speed run, like you, you have to like, because it's not, uh, there, there is like the element of, randomness sure even, yeah. even on like a microscopic patterns level. yeah but i mean like the the actual like decision making process of like do i go for this like incredibly risky or like highly inconsistent strat to try and save like 15 frames or whatever mm-hmm. like i only have i only have the five hearts that i need to finish misery mire i cannot make mistakes am i okay with like still trying to be fast and i just like lose my run here or, or, you know, like right. for a five heart vitreous fight, like you have to be perfect or you just die. Mm-hmm. Like, am I okay with doing that and potentially losing the run? Or do I want to lose like 15 seconds because I took a more conservative line through, right. through this segment? It's like pick your like, poison. Yeah, you have to you have to make those decisions and you have to make them at re- in real time because you don't ever stop like playing the speed run. And you have to just like live with the consequences of that. So it, it's it's analogous. It's not like a perfect one to one sort of thing, but like it it's sort of it's sort of in that same vein of like you just make your decisions and you live with them. Yeah. Um, but um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was just like, you know, this is more I, this is more what I want to be doing. Like I found I found the, the speed game for me. Like I I understand like. Like I thought it was going to be Mario three because I played it forever growing up. But like the more sure. I played Link to the Past, the more I was like, "This is it. This is this is what I want to do." And like my original goal was like get a get a one twenty nine. I did that uh, within that first year, like the end of the very end of what what year is it now? Oh, it was, we're in twenty twenty one. So yeah, so okay. twenty the or very end of twenty. I can't even remember now. And then the following year, I was like, "All right, well, let's see how far." How much further we can go. Yeah, so the end of 2021 was, I got the 129. And then by the end of 2022, my goal was, like, get my 125. And I had been, like, doing pretty good. I'd I'd been making pretty decent pace. I think I had, like, a mid-120, like, a mid-low-ish 126 by... uh, I went to SGDQ that year, and I met uh, Vortex of Doom and his wife. Okay. Because it was in Minnesota. 
And we hung right. out. We played a bunch of NMG and we did a bunch of rando seeds and just like like that was just the thing we did like every single day. If there if there wasn't something, you know how it is at GDQ. Like sometimes oh, you yeah, want to go yeah. watch the stream, but like most of the time you just want to like hang out with people. Like if there wasn't anything else going on, we were just like on Discord, like, hey, you wanna go meet in the practice room and like do like do a race or do a seed or, or do whatever? And yeah, sure. And so we just did that like the whole week and it was great. Um, that's that's kind of awesome. And we were, we were, we had like, we were, had like comparable times. I think he was like maybe like 15, 20 seconds ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I work, I want to get my 125. And I got it early last year, early 2023. Didn't quite make my end of year goal, but that was okay. Yeah. And then, but, and that, that, and that was like, I felt like it was a bit of a struggle. And so, like, I didn't want to like just dive right into the, the next step. Right. I got I got my 129 and then I got my 125 and then I was like, well, 124 is next. And everybody tells me like my light worlds, my light worlds are absurd for a 125 player. So like I should keep pushing forward. Right. And And then, you know, because if if you can keep the consistency and improve a little bit on that, then, you know, all you got to do is improve Dark World, which sounds easy, but not always easy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that, those those were all like steps in the process, right? Like, it's like, well, light worlds are good, dark worlds need to be better, or consistency is just garbage in this part, or I need to do something, or then my light worlds would regress and I can't like three cycle yeah. them to save my life, and you know how it is. Oh yeah. Um, and so like I did, I was getting pretty burnt out right around the time that Tears of the Kingdom came out, so I took a couple of months off, and then uh, right after that was like when so like. We have the the NMG League that happens yeah. like a few times a year now, which is really cool because it's just a very small scale tournament. Just it's it's not meant to be like a serious thing, but it, it kind of yeah. is a serious thing. Right? It's, like, it's serious, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's for fun, and it's as serious as you want to make it. Really. Um, so you admined, I believe, one of those, right? Which that was the one you guys did the the vanilla preset for instead of the you know actual you know vanilla game. Yeah, that's right. Um, we, yeah, one, I can't remember whose idea it was. Somebody was like, I want to do, I want to do a league tournament, like a, a tournament similar to NMG League, but for vanilla preset. I think this was like a few months after like the vanilla preset, like was like officially announced and released and people could play it and they gave it a leaderboard SRC and all that stuff. And I don't remember who was like the, the person behind that, but eventually I got approached about helping to admin that tournament mm, because okay. and and we just basically ended up supplanting nmg league for that quarter or, or whatever i don't know it's not a strict time frame that we have league events but but uh foxless who sure. does the nmg league stuff was like if you guys want to run a vanilla preset league style tournament i'm happy to you know we can set we'll, we'll figure out what what the uh, logistics need to be what the rules will be and, and you guys can basically use all the infrastructure that I already have in place to do that so I did I ended up helping with that as well okay and so then, I mean did you enjoy doing tournament organization I mean I, I'm assuming that maybe like at least in this community the is that the only time you've really been involved with something like that or or have you been mm-hmm, involved in mm-hmm. How how was that for you? I mean, I know w- with vanilla preset and NMG, it's obviously like a little more cut and dry uh, than like, you know, picking out random modes and so on and so forth. But like, was that experience enjoyable for you? Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I liked being kind of on the inside, 
right? Because like up to up until that point, I had just been like, you know, doing my speedruns and kind of like sure. just hanging out and being part of the community, but like just sort of like doing my own thing. And yeah. like this was an opportunity to like take a step beyond that. And I thought that was it was it was pretty fun to like be in charge of things. And I like you said, vanilla preset as far as like a tournament mode is a lot more cut and dry than the cacophony that is the the whole of randomizer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that part was at least really nice. We had like guardrails to just like be like, well, what makes sense for for this tournament to look like? It's like, oh, we'll have like we'll we'll use the same format as NMG. And then just use the bot, right? Like race time has yeah, like yeah. the 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 Saha bot or or whatever. I don't remember which bot is which. Any you know? Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but like they have the, they have like the bot, the C generation bot integration in there in race time. And so we're like, we'll just have them. We'll have both runners. We'll we'll genocide, and they'll use it for that race. And that way, it's you know the RNG is like less important than. Like obviously in rando, like you have to run the same seat, otherwise it's not there's no like meaningful comparisons yeah, to be made there. Exactly. Um, but like for for vanilla preset to have like the quality of life thing like seated boss RNG and all of that stuff that's like completely like normalized mm-hmm. made it really huge. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it made it really interesting to just be like, oh well, we're doing NMG, but like all of the RNG has been taken completely out of it. There's no like there's no blue balls at all. It's not even like if somebody gets more blue balls or less blue balls. Like they could have standardized it to like everybody gets like two blue balls or something like that, but they're like, we'll just do zero, and we'll just completely eliminate this as a as a consideration. It's just right. like pure skill uh, outside of like you know normal enemy or room RNG or something. Yeah, like and that. adapting to bosses and such because you got to do that. Yeah, and and, and I, I keep thinking of it in like RTA mode. Where mm-hmm. like you 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 genocide and there's nothing stopping you from like playing that same seed over and over again. So you just know the landmo pattern, <laughs> right? Which is wild a wild concept, right? Like that's that's the one thing that and like regular NMG and rando players tend to have in common is like rando you're playing a different seed every time. So like you don't it's it's the same it's the same landmo fight, but you don't know what it's going to be ahead of time because you can't right. like, you don't know what seed. patterns they're going to have. Yeah, and so. But like if you're doing if you're doing speedrun attempts of the vanilla preset, you can just like boot up the same seed over and over and over again yeah, and be like, and you well, can I just messed that one it. up. I messed that one up, but like let me try again on this next attempt. I'll I'll get I'll get that two cycle. It'll be fine. Um so but that part was like you said, all of the all the decisions were pretty apparent. They were they were fairly obvious. And so like it was kind of nice to just like be there to like handle disputes and make sure that the tournament ran smoothly pester people for not scheduling matches and, and yeah and stay in the time frame yeah that was kind of that was kind of it so that that part was really nice i liked i liked that part um well i also want to ask like you know the last two years sgl being back in person um you know we've i mean i've seen you there uh, i've seen you other places too but um so how has your sgl experience been in the last two years going to that event um i think that sgl is kind of the epitome of what I personally am looking for in terms of like a, a live in-person competitively oriented speedrun event, speedrun, speedrun or speedrun adjacent event. Right. Um, I had a great time. Like as soon as I found out that like a bunch of 
ALTTPR people were going to be at SG Live 2022, was it? The first one, first yeah, year yeah. back. Because mm-hmm. I remember hearing about SG Live 2019. Um, I don't remember why. I, I mean, it was pretty small. I mean, it was good, but it was small. Right. I think it was just because I didn't know any, like I wasn't involved in any of this stuff. I think I knew, like I knew who Andy was and I was sure. like, oh, SG Live 2019 sounds really cool. But like, I don't play Link to the Past. So like, what am I going to do for like the whole weekend? Like, I barely mm-hmm. know, I barely know any of these people. I mean, you could compete. I think, that was, <laughs> I think that was the main thing was like, I just, I didn't, I wasn't really a part of the community or at least I didn't consider myself to be at that point. So I didn't, I didn't look into, I didn't look into going to that. Right. Um, but then like 2022 it was like, Hey, we're doing SG live again. Cause we can, we can host events in person now. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm a hundred percent going to that. But like I had already, at that point I had already like made the jump. I was like, Oh, I'm just an MG player. Like not heck rando, but like, yeah, sure. More, my thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it vibes with you more, and I mean, I, yeah. I respect that. I get that. But so, like, I think then, like, like the vanilla preset stuff had like just come out, and they're like, we're doing, we're doing SG Live, and we're doing this, and we're doing this, and we're gonna have all of these different tournaments and and things for the. We're gonna have a marathon, like a small marathon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because well, yeah, you had a run during that, right? Yeah, so that was my that was my motivation was like, well, if they're going to have an event like this, the tournaments are going to be really cool and it'll be nice to like go and like meet a bunch of people who I've only interacted with online. Mhm. Call back to, like, you know, just call back to, to, to early days, back to the early days of the Smash tournaments, right? Like it was a whole internet community and then they started hosting like in-person tournaments. And like I was one of the first people to just be like, "Yo, this sounds super fun. Sign me up. Let me draw like I drove or I remember driving like 5 hours from uh, five or six hours from like my parents' house in Charlotte to a tournament in Washington D.C. because a bunch of people from all over the country were there. Some of them I had talked yeah. to online. Some of them I had only heard of. And like I go, I go to this thing. We we end up driving like all night to get there because like we took this one guy's car and we broke down like I think like a half hour or an hour out from like when we left my house. The car breaks down and we spend like three hours trying to like get back to Charlotte. Oh, the, only God. Other car, the only other car we have is mine, which we didn't want to take because the starter was on the fritz and we weren't sure if we were going to be able to like get, you know, get stranded at like a random gas station or something. Right. Right. Uh, but then, but then the other car, like literally, like we threw a rod, like on the freeway and the car was like just done for. Oh God. And you throw time, a rod, it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's done. <laughs> so like we get back, we get back and we're like, well, we have my car. And the one guy is like, I'm out. I'm just done. And the other, and like me and this guy were like, well, we still want to go. We can still make it. It's like one thirty in the morning. It's like we'll just drive, and we got like like God. halfway, like halfway. I was like, I need to stop and make a nap. And so we just like drive. We just drive the rest of the way. We get to DC and like at like eight in the morning, we knock on the guy's door who agreed to house us, and he's like, "Where were you guys?" I was like, "Whole long story." And I think his, I think the guy that stayed home like sent him a message and like, let told him know him, kind of like, what was happening. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't see it because we sent it to him at like one o'clock. So like he wakes up and he's like, you guys were supposed to be here like hours ago. We're like, yeah, we know. We're sorry. So we go to this tournament. Go to this tournament on like no sleep. We do horribly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But then, like, these, no sleep. But, like that was that was it. Like the seed had been planted. And I was like every every chance I got, I'm like going to tournaments at that point. So like I think you know the drill as like the, the dance game guy. Yeah. You're going to, you know, you have fun at one event and then you're going to be doing it. 
all the time. For, yeah, for years after that. And so like yeah. when I was like, well, the rando tournament, the in-person rando tournament sounds super cool. I really want to see how they do this. I want to see how they pull it off. I want to just like see all these people. I want to watch them like compete in person. It seems really compelling. I don't know if I really want to compete myself because like I'm not really like in that space of like wanting to be like a serious rando player. But like sure. I want to go and hang out. And then when they announced the marathon, I'm like, well, I'll submit the I'll submit the vanilla preset as a thing because it is it is rando, essentially. Um, I mean, but it's yeah, also it is. like it's a it's a it's an opportunity to showcase the other side of the community a little bit. And so like they they accepted it, which I, I, I wasn't sure like where, you know, what where the the lines were in terms of like what was like considered like a good submission but like everybody was like oh yeah that really excited that you that you did that yeah i remember seeing your run i thought it was like it was super good and i thought you did a good job explaining you know some of the rando only tech in that run i had a lot of fun with it i mean like i had because it because it was still new and so there was a lot of stuff to figure out like you could just take the it, it goes so far beyond just taking the nmg route and transferring it to you know the random ROM oh, with yeah. no text boxes and, and whatever like quick swap changes a lot of the math on stuff like there's a lot of rooms where it's like man it'd be really fat it'd be, it'd be crazy if we had access to the the boomerang and bombs and whatever all in the span of like you know a couple seconds like yeah. you can do some really ridiculous stuff in this room but in the vanilla game each of those menus costs over a second. So like, it's not worth it. And so like that just like opened it up that opened it up to a lot. And that was, that was the motivation for me, especially to pick a hundred percent as the category to showcase. Cause that gives you just that, that gives you the, everything that gives you every yeah. single, like basically every item location that people know from rando. Cause in rando you get, you just get to go all over the map and see all the things. And lots of like speedrun tech and you know all of those optimizations. And it was a whole new route because it wasn't just hundred percent, but like we're doing all the like rando specific glitches that the NMG community decided not to allow. And so like it was just a huge opportunity to do something completely new and hadn't really been seen before. Right. It's the same, but it, it it's a different route and it also it just has a different vibe, like mm -hmm. like throughout the whole run. So, I mean, yeah, you, exactly. You, you, I mean, you went 2022, did that run, obviously no marathon in 2023. Um, I mean, did you still have a good time coming that year? Yeah. I mean, I was coming, I was coming regardless. And when they announced no marathon, I was like, you know what? I wasn't really going to submit a marathon. I was just going to go to be at the event. Gotcha. And then when they announced, when they announced that it was like casual boots, like tournament hard mode or, or whatever, I was like, yeah, that's good enough. I'll, I'll, I'll enter the tournament. I'll get destroyed and it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you have fun though? I guess. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I had, I had tons of fun the first time just hanging out meeting everybody, meeting you and just getting to do that for what we got to hang out in that hotel for four or five days and just yeah. get up it's to no like good long term. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't too much, no good, but I mean, there, there's a lot of, a lot of, it's fun. fun it's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the, it's the right kind of no good. Not, not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess, um, I mean, I mean, we, should we expect to see you there again this year, 2024? Absolutely. Um, I, I will in fact be there. I mean, awesome. you know, 
I'm not, I can't speak on hundred percent certainties, right? Like something mm-hmm. could happen, like life changing events occur every once in a while, but, but the plan is to, to be there. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're planning to, and you know, if something unforeseen happens, obviously that's understandable. I mean, so yeah, but I mean, I'm I, also, I'm so the same I'm, mode. yeah. So I don't, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how to, what's the right way to uh, talk about, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to announce the wrong thing, right? Like we don't want to, but it's probably, it's probably worth mentioning that I'm in discussion with the folks over at SG live about hosting an energy tournament this year. Okay. So like not, not the, is that the online portion or do you mean like an in-person at the event type one? My, my intent is to do it in person. Okay, sweet. I mean, I think that would be, I think it would go over well because we'd have a, a nice little bit of overlap. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping they, they, you know, approve that. I know they always, it used to be like, you know, get a donation in and then, you know, you have your tournament, but then like some of the tournaments on site got donations, but were really small. Like, you know, uh, not to throw shade, but like, you know, I know the Mega Man X, like vanilla hundred percent category was an in-person tournament, but they had three people enter and two of the people were like, people who learned the route while they were there just so mm-hmm. they could like get a shot at the prize pool or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt, I felt bad that that happened. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I don't, I wouldn't expect a game like NMG to, to have that problem. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also hoping, hoping not. So I, I, hopefully I mean, they'll let you do it. We'll uh, see. I, yeah. I'm, we'll I'm, see. I'm I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm planning to contribute at least a little bit to the prize pool just to, to try mm-hmm. and, entice more people to to want like it's not i'm not trying to like bribe people right but like sure like, i know what sweet you mean. In the pot makes it makes things more interesting and i want to i want to see if i can like get the attention of more people that are like on the fence about coming to the event not for the prize monies necessarily but like because it's fun like, yeah yeah you get what you get what i'm saying like it's because of the prize money but also because i want to share with them that like sgl is super fun and, and they should go to it because, exactly well that's and, cool and, Putting putting the putting the prize money out there is a is a way to do that. I learned I have learned money money talks. Yeah, um, I mean it does. I mean people see dollars and they're like, eh, yeah. Like I go. said, like I said, it's not it's it's nothing. There's nothing official. I don't. I hope they. I hope they don't get mad at me for for saying this. But like well, this I mean, is this is my aspiration. I would like to. I would like to have this event happen. Okay. And well, and I'm work. I'm in the middle of talking with them about how we how we make that work. Well, if if Go Mode Podcast keeps going. I will, I assume it will, but if it keeps going uh, and we announce SGL when it is, you know, not that we do the announcing, but when we talk about it and we start talking about the tournaments that are there and we see a link to the past randomizer and then we see, oh, look, there's NMG. We're going to talk about it then. And I'm going to be excited. I'm going to look forward to that happening. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see as many high level, not not just the high level runners, right? Everybody. It's it's open. It's a tournament that's open to everybody. It's not intended to be an extremely competitive event in spite of the, the price pool. Yeah. It's really like my goal with this is to get as many Link to the Past runners in the same room as possible so that we can all partake mm-hmm. of like something, you know, a fun event like that and do it in a way that hasn't really been done before. As far as I know, there has never been an in-person Link to the Past tournament. And I would like to do that. I think it would be, be neat. pretty sick, I think. So, so that's, that's I'm, I'm my hoping goal. They make it happen. Well, well, let me let me uh, transition here. We got I, I got three questions that I like to ask folks. Okay, so sure. 
you can maybe pivot these to NMG. Uh, but I, the first one I ask people is what's your most embarrassing moment in rando you're willing to talk about? So if you, if you don't have a most embarrassing rando moment, yeah, feel free to share a most embarrassing NMG moment. Oh gosh. Um, I'm having trouble thinking of one. Holy cow. He's just so good. No, it's not. I, <laughs> I either, I either am not embarrassed by being bad at the game or I just like blocked it from my mind is the honest answer. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like I, like I, I'll be the first to admit that I'm for like people look at, people tend to look at like NMG, your, your NMG PB time as like a, a, a proxy of like your skill in Link to the Past and Rando by extension. And I don't right. necessarily think that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I a, feel, it's a baseline, I think. It's not a, like, stone-cold, hard fact, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I'll be the first to admit that I'm not I'm not an especially good rando player, I don't think. Like, I wanted to join the mentor tournament um, the year before mm-hmm. last, and they looked at my, like, 126 and were like, no, you're, you're too fast. Like we got all these like new, wow. this was, this was, this was the year when they only had like, what, like 64 people and they had people that were like, had literally never played the game before. Yeah. Entering the event. And, and they were like, yeah, you're like, we, we worry that you'll just like, like once you get in there and like have somebody like in your ear, like being like, oh, well, what if you, th- have you thought about this? Have you done this and whatever? And like your execution will just carry you like so far beyond like people who don't know how to do the blind script on Mm -hmm. 100% consistency. And I was like, okay, that's fair, right? I'm not, like, upset about that. And then, you know, this past year came around and they're like, no cap, everybody can that that doesn't feel like they're, like, established (laughs) as a random player can can be in it. And then, of course, like, Bidey joins and, like, wipes the floor with everybody and, and... uh, I mean, Lumaga comes I, to me and he's like, did you not want to do it? Were you upset with, with what we said last year? And I was like, no, I just wanted to play NMG. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was, I was like, oh, I should do this. Oh, but I like priorities. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, if I already sure. had my 124, I'd be all over it. <laughs> well, I guess I felt, I felt really bad, like being in that situation. So I guess I was embarrassed about that. Uh, well, yeah. Most embarrassing moment and got denied from the mentor tournament. <laughs> And still thinks, I guess you still think you're just not a, not a great rando player. We'll say, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I am. I, I even like, like even like spoiler seeds. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I make, I make one mistake and like the entire run just like falls apart. Cause spoiler is essentially a speed run, right? Yeah. To an extent. Well, well, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> what is, uh, this is the next piece and I don't even, you've done vanilla presets so maybe you have one, but do you have a favorite MSU pack that you like to use? Oh, favorite. Um, my absolute favorite. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I can qualify it as my, my, uh, it, it's my favorite in a sense. Um, but the new, like one of the, I took the, when Tears of the Kingdom came out, there were a couple mm-hmm. people that made MSUs of that. And I tried them both and I found like I liked I liked all the music. Um, but then I had like reservations about like certain parts of, of both of them. So I just sure. took them both and smushed smushed them together. And so now I have my own I have my own like custom Tears of the Kingdom MSU pack. Okay. Um, which is mo who who made the the one that I think most everybody uses? Is that fear? I'm pretty sure that. fear. I know he made the Breath of the Wild one, and I'm pretty sure he made a Tears one 
like okay. shortly after it was out. Okay, so it's probably it's probably like eighty percent fears MSU pack, and then like twenty percent stuff from the other one. Okay, and and but that's like I haven't played with it enough because I just like haven't played Rando basically at all. Right, Even in the vanilla, last like no year. Preset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've played like I did like two vanilla preset runs like this past week, and aside from that, I haven't touched Rando basically since SGL. Hmm. Um. But like that was. I was using that one and I think that's probably it's probably my new favorite before that it was definitely uh definitely cadence was like the most common thing that I would use. Yeah, ca- the cadence is a really good one as well. Uh I still haven't tried the Tears of the Kingdom one. I need to I need to do that at some point. So I'll have to add that to my list. <laughs> um it's got, so, it's got some good parts to it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh lastly, and this is this is the tough one. So if you had to lose all your gaming memories, but you're allowed to keep one of them, which one do you keep and why? It doesn't have to be just like rando NMG. It can be, but all it can just of my be gaming anything. memories. Yeah, but, but just one. If I could only keep one. Yeah, and it's it's like, oh, yeah, that is hard. That is really some hard. People, some people spin it and say, well, I want to forget some of these so I can re-experience them. And then I'll just say like, well, maybe you don't experience it the same way, but yeah, it's a, yeah, it's that's a chance true. you got to take. So like, what's, I mean, I'm just I sitting there thinking like, what's the one thing that I want to do that I really remember. And I think if it's, if I'm, if we're, if we're, if we're taking the question at face value and it's like a singular experience, mm-hmm. part of me wants to say, just getting this 124 but that doesn't quite jive with the whole notion of like like this 124 has been a two year plus mm-hmm. like ex- like endeavor so sure. like that doesn't that doesn't quite work um it might be i mean gaming memories i think would yeah there's so, it, it, such it, a hard it, question to answer right cuz it's like everything yeah. <laughs> every single thing <laughs> is usually like built upon some other context and does it stay meaningful if the rest of that context isn't there? Like I could say, I could say going to like that first smash tournament that I was talking about, like that was, that was really like that, that really cemented for me. Like that, that set me on a path that lasted 12 plus years off and on. But, but like I would go to, you know, I'd start traveling to events and then events started becoming bigger and I'd travel to different events and, and like, life situations would change and I'd step away from it for a little while. And then I come back and smash is still there, still doing its thing. But now it's, you know, now it's changed into this slightly different thing and it's cool to see that progression over time. And like, but like just that one, just that one tournament, like, does that, does that even mean as much anymore? That's, that's probably it either, either getting the 124 or going to that first smash tournament or like are probably, probably the two things closest to the top of the list. But I'm not sure how you would I'm not sure how that would even yeah. work if like if I lose everything that that went into those moments. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I see what you're saying. And I kind of I kind of get it because like going to the tournament kind of set the stage, not just for Smash, but like, you know, going to events like you did at, you know, GDQ and then, you know, other GDQs and then SGL. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's kind of like the the foundation layer to in-person events, I guess, would be a way to put it. I, in, from at least from me observing, you know, you telling the story here. So I, th- I think I can see that being like super important. 
yeah, going to stuff in person was like a whole, it was like a game changer. Not mm-hmm. to, you know, like, like, how do I want to say this? The speedrunning community has a reputation, deserved or not, for being a bunch of people just like sitting in their house, playing their game, and not really like interacting with the outside world. Okay. Right? Right? Yeah, I like, mean, I'll The stereotype exists. Yeah, at least. it's not it's not accurate, but there there, no, there no, no. are yeah yeah it's not it's, it's a surface level so it's a surface level thing, and there's way more there's way more depth and complexity be, that goes beyond that. Yeah, and we're well, well let's let's just leave that at that point. But like the 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 going to events part, like like actually like getting out and like getting a chance to interact with other people that that share that passion of yours. Hmm. Is is a super? I keep saying super fun. I don't. I don't. I don't have better words for this. It's it's an extremely compelling experience. Yeah, and I would I, recommend I, I it to just about anybody, especially in a community as open and accepting as every single facet of the speedrunning community as I have personally encountered. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know. I, I when I went to GDQ, I didn't have a whole lot to do there because I was just kind of a rando player that went because other rando players were going, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was still a good time. And then you know, SGL obviously great time. So I kind of understand. Yeah. You know, I, I do I do it with dance games too. So I remember going at SGDQ or AGDQ twenty nineteen, like the second or third day I was there. I was like, I'm just wandering around, like not even. I don't even like speedrun any games. I'm just like there hanging out, observing, observing the speedrunning community in its natural habitat, so to speak. And I'm just like yeah. wandering through the practice room and I come across a guy playing some Kaizo SMW hack right. or something. And I was like, that looks really cool. He's like, do you want to play? And he like comes and I was like, I've never played Kaizo Mario. And he's so he's like, oh, no, don't worry. And he's like boots up like Kaizo Kindergarten. And he's like, here, learn all of this stuff. <laughs> And I That's sat there and played awesome. for like an hour, and I was like, "This is so cool!" And he was like, "Yeah, just yeah, yeah. We're all just we're all just hanging out. We're all just having fun." It's like an in-person mentor tournament for like just random games. Like people want to share their game with yeah. other people. And it's like it's like this awesome bonding experience. Exactly. That's what's so fun about it. I, I can't remember all of the things I saw. Like, I guess. The the people learning MMX at SGD, SGL twenty twenty three was pretty funny. Like sitting there in the practice room, like how does this how does this boss work? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just so they could play in the tournament. Like that was that was great. Oh, I thought yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, do what you got to do, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping SGL twenty twenty four is we get to do we get to uh, achieve all of the lofty expectations we're, we're starting to have for it, right? Because after this oh, yeah. 2022 and 2023, I think I think we, we just want to continue as a community and as, as well, I project that they as staff just want this event to keep growing and achieving like higher levels of success and yeah, I want that for all of us as well. Yeah, because it's like it's very one of a kind and I, I you know, right now at least and you want it to you want it to succeed since, you know, you're a part of this. Yeah, well, for sure. Well, man, uh, I appreciate all your time. Bit of a long one here, but uh, 
you know, uh, you had a whole lot to go through and I, I'm, I'm so glad you came on to, to share all this. Uh, and I warned I get, you at the start, I could talk about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, dude. Um, and, I, you know, congrats again on the 124. Uh, you know, uh, when's the 123? <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, 20, not, I'm not putting that on you now. <laughs> no, it's, there were, I, I told my chat, they're asking me, like, when are you going to keep doing the thing? Like, are you, are you just done with Zelda? I was like, no, I'm not done with Zelda. Like, I'm, I'm currently... I need trying a break. to decide if I want to. Focus. <laughs> well, I'm, I I do need a break from NMG specifically, but like, there's hundred percent. There's any percent RNG is another category that I I like against all reason and and sense. I like that category, so I play it. Um, I can always improve my master sword time. I could I could dip my toes into like glitched modes and learn like all dungeons or something like that. I probably won't, but like I could. And then like I said, there's other games out there. There's there's Super Metroid. Uh, I, I told like attack, I'd pick up Z one at some point and try and get like a sub 30 or something. So like now that, now that the one twenty four is accomplished, like I feel like I can move on to some of those things, you know, and, and I have been like deliberately like putting them off to like, to, to mm-hmm. see this one through. And so like, I'm relieved and excited to be moving on to, to all that stuff. Awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the stuff you get into, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again at SGL. And I mean, I mean, we kind of live close to each other. Hopefully, I'll see you before before that too. Make some time. I'll yeah, have to make some yeah, time to, sure. to get up in your area. <laughs> for sure, dude. All right. Well, uh, anything you want to shout out before we wrap things up? Um, if you if you guys want, I don't I don't I don't really do the whole like plugging myself. I'm just doing this for. I'm streaming my speed runs because that's what you do, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if people want to come hang out, I'm always happy to have viewers come by and, and just want to like talk about speed, the speed runs about the melee community, magic, etc. software engineering, you name it. It's, it's fine. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. really do this whole like self promotion sort of thing, but like I'm, I'm always, I'm always open to like new people coming and hanging out. I'm not, I'm don't, I don't, I don't talk to, I don't, I don't talk as much as some streamers do but like if you want to come by and like ask questions don't don't hesitate to do so i'm always happy to answer oh yeah answer anything and, anybody has and i know your stream's a, a lurk friendly stream too that is right anybody just wants to come hang out the, the energy grind in particular i was like wow there's a lot of people just like just chilling here not really saying anything just waiting for me to fucking you know <laughs> get my head out of my ass and get this this uh get this run over with and you were so close so many times i was like he's just gonna it's just gonna need one one run it's like me on some of these dancecape songs it's like you just need one run where you put it together it's like completely free for you to do but piecing it all together just makes it where that's where the difficulty comes in yeah well i'll i'll I'll, uh i'll throw area bone and say it's not free because area doesn't like when people say (laughs) stuff is free fair Um, fair uh, it is, it was, it's a lot of, it was a lot of hard work to get to this point, but you are right. Like, like you've done all the work, like you're there. Just, just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Just got to so, keep pushing yeah. till, till it actually does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just ram your face into that particular brick wall until the thing you want falls out. Yeah. So it was, it was fun to, it was fun to do. I'm glad it's over. Um, and anybody that wants to come see what's next, just, you know, come, come hang out. Oh Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think that's that, that is the 
it's not even self-promotion it is but it isn't you know like go go follow your rock on twitch well we're gonna link it to channel like we do uh everybody but your rock stream is always entertaining and a good time so uh, i could vouch for that thank you thank you uh, well uh thanks again man for coming on and uh you know looking for like i said looking forward to uh what you've got coming next yeah thank you for having me i and i i was i don't know <laughs> You want to do this rando podcast is like how this was going. I'm like, you, you know, sure, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like it felt, it felt unexpected, but also like, yes, like let's, let's talk about all of the, all the things. Cause I'm not, I, I'm still part of the rando community, even if I'm not, you know, actively participating in most. Right. There's ways to be any, involved without even being like things sometimes. Yeah. Super tournament runner or something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm very happy that you asked me to do this and, and thank you so much for, for having me. Oh man, of course. All right, well, this has been Iraq on the spoiler log. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Iraq. Big thanks to him again for coming on the show. Really do appreciate him taking time out to share his experiences and things about his life with the community. Coming up next episode, we've got Muffins. Muffins has kind of made his mark in the community lately with a nice doors tracker and some other things. Uh, He's very tech savvy and he talks about that a good bit. We get into that and I I had a great conversation with him. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you all in two weeks. So hope to see you guys next week for GMP with another guest host. But until then, we'll see you next time.